Good evening. Tonight we will continue with our reading of The Little Prince by Antoine de Saint Exupéry. Chapter 21. It was then that the fox appeared. Good morning, said the fox. Good morning, the little prince replied politely, though when he turned around he saw nothing. I am here, said the voice, under the apple tree. Who are you? said the little prince. You are very pretty. I am a fox, said the fox. Come and play with me, suggested the little prince. I am so terribly sad. I cannot play with you, said the fox. I am not tame. Oh, I am so sorry, said the little prince. But after some thought, he asked, What does tame mean? You do not live here, said the fox. What are you looking for? I am looking for men, said the little prince. What does tame mean? Men, said the fox, have rifles and they hunt. It is a real nuisance. They also raise chickens. Those are the only activities they are interested in. Are you looking for chickens? No, said the little prince. I am looking for friends. What does tame mean? It is something which is too often forgotten, said the fox. It means to establish ties. To establish ties. That's right, said the fox. To me, you are still just a little boy, like a hundred thousand other little boys, and I have no need of you. And you have no need of me either. To you, I am just a fox, like a hundred thousand other foxes. But if you tame me, we shall need one another. To me, you will be unique, and I shall be unique to you. I'm beginning to understand, said the little prince. There is a flower. I think she has tamed me. Possibly, said the fox. One sees all sorts of things on earth. Oh, <laughs> but this is not on earth, said the little prince. The fox seemed puzzled. On another planet? Yes. Are there any hunters on that planet? No. Mm, that's interesting. And any chickens? No. Nowhere is perfect, sighed the fox. Presently, he returned to his theme. My life is monotonous. 
I hunt chickens and men hunt me. All chickens are alike and all men are alike, so I get a little bored. But if you tame me, my life will be full of sunshine. I shall recognize the sound of a step different from all others, the other steps and be hurrying underground. Yours will call me out of my burrow like that of the sound of music. And look yonder, do you see the cornfields? I do not eat bread. Wheat is of no use to me. Those cornfields don't remind me of anything, and I find that rather sad. But you have hair the color of gold, so it will be marvelous when you have tamed me. Wheat, which is also golden, will remind me of you, and I shall love the sound of the wind and the wheat. The fox became silent and gazed for a long time at the little prince. I beg of you, tame me, he said. Willingly, the little prince replied, but I haven't got much time. I have friends to discover and a lot of things to understand. One can only understand the things one tames, said the fox. Men have no more time to understand anything. They buy ready-made things in the shops. But since there are no shops where you can buy friends, men no longer have any friends. If you want a friend, tame me. What should I do? Asked the little prince. You must be very patient, replied the fox. First, you will sit down at a little distance from me, like that, in the grass. I shall watch you out of the corner of my eye and you will say nothing. Words are a source of misunderstandings. But every day you can sit a little closer to me. The next day, the little prince returned. You should have come back at the same time, said the fox. If, for example, you come at four o'clock in the afternoon, I shall start feeling happy at three o'clock. As the time passes, I shall feel happier and happier. At four o'clock, I will become agitated and start worrying. I shall discover the price of happiness. But if you come at just any time, I shall never know when I should prepare my heart to greet you. One must observe certain rites. What is a rite? asked the little prince. It is something which is all too often forgotten, said the fox. It is what makes one day different from other days, one hour different from other hours. For example, there is a rite among my hunters. On Thursdays, they go dancing with the village girls. So Thursday is a marvelous day for me. I can take a walk as far as the vineyards. But if the hunters were to go dancing just any day, every day would be like any other day for me and I would never have a holiday. Thus it was that the little prince tamed the fox. And when the time came for his departure, the fox said, Oh, 
I shall cry. It is your own fault, said the little prince. I wished you no harm, but you wanted me to tame you. Yes, indeed, said the fox. But you were going to cry, said the little prince. That is so, said the fox. Then it has not helped you in any way. It has helped me, said the fox, because of the color of the wheat fields. Then he added, go and have another look at the roses and you will understand that yours is indeed unique in all the world. Then you will come back to say goodbye to me and I shall tell you a secret as a gift. The little prince went off to look at the roses again. None of you is at all like my rose. As yet you are nothing, he said to them. Nobody has tamed you, and you have tamed no one. You are like my fox when I first encountered him. He was just a fox like a hundred thousand other foxes, but I made him my friend and now he is unique in the world. And the roses were greatly embarrassed. You are beautiful, but you are empty, he continued. One cannot die for you. To be sure, an ordinary passerby would believe that my very own rose looked just like you, but she is far more important than all of you because she is the one I have watered and it is she that I have placed under a glass dome and it is she that I have sheltered behind a screen and it is for her that I have killed the caterpillars except for the two or three that I saved to become butterflies and it is she that I have listened to complaining or boasting or sometimes remaining silent because she is my rose. And he went back to the fox. Goodbye, he said. Goodbye, said the fox. Now, here is my secret. It is very simple. It is only with one's heart that one can see clearly. What is essential is invisible to the eye. What is essential is invisible to the eye, the little prince repeated, so as to be sure to remember. It is the time you lavished on your rose which makes your rose so important. It is the time I lavished on my rose, said the little prince, so as to be sure to remember. Men have forgotten this basic truth, said the fox, but you must not forget it. For what you have tamed, you become responsible forever. You are responsible for your rose. I am responsible for my rose, the little prince repeated, so as to be sure to remember.
Chapter 22 Good morning, said the little prince. Good morning, said the railway signal man. What do you do here? asked the little prince. I sort out a travellers in bundles of a thousand, said the signal man. I shunt the trains carrying them, now to the right, now to the left and a brilliantly lit up express train, roaring like thunder, shook the signal box as it rushed by. They are in a great hurry, said the little prince. What are they looking for? The locomotive driver doesn't even know himself, said the signal man. And a second brilliantly lit express train thundered by in the opposite direction. Are they already coming back? asked the little prince. Those are not the same ones, said the signalman. Tis an exchange. They were not satisfied where they were. No one is ever satisfied where he is, said the signalman. And they heard the roaring thunder of a third brilliantly lit express train. Are they pursuing the first travellers? asked the little prince. They are pursuing nothing at all, said the signal man. They sleep in there, or they yawn. Only the children press their noses against the window panes. Only children know what they are looking for, said the little prince. They don't own a rag doll, and it becomes very important to them. And if it is taken away from them, they cry. They're lucky said the signal man.